Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, February 22nd. U.S. equities did an about-face in late-day trading to finish mixed, with the Dow and S&P 500 adding to yesterday's solid declines. The moves came following the release of the minutes from the Fed's February 1st monetary policy meeting that showed committee members remained steadfast in their rate hike campaign despite some cooling in inflationary pressures. In other economic news, mortgage applications fell for a second straight week. Treasury yields were lower and the U.S. dollar was higher, while crude oil prices tumbled and gold traded to the downside. As the fourth quarter earnings season continued to roll down the home stretch, Palo Alto Networks topped forecasts and offered upbeat guidance, and TJX companies offered an outlook that missed forecasts. In other equity news, Dow member Intel Corporation slashed its dividend and reaffirmed its first quarter outlook. Asia finished lower, and Europe was mixed, as investors awaited today's Fed report. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 85 points, or 0.3%, to 33,045, and the S&P 500 index went down 6 points, or 0.2%, to 3,991, while the Nasdaq Composite gained 15 points, or 0.1%, to 11,507. In moderate volume, 4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.6 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil fell $2.41 to $73.95 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $9.10 to $1,833.40 per ounce, and the dollar index gained 0.4% to 104.56. In equity news on Wednesday, Palo Alto Networks Incorporated, ticker symbol PANW, reported adjusted fiscal second quarter earnings per share of $1.05, easily topping the $0.78 cent fact set estimate as revenues rose 26% year-over-year to $1.66 billion versus the street's forecast of $1.65 billion. The cybersecurity company's second quarter billings came in above expectations as it noted the performance of its software-based and cloud-delivered portfolio amid macroeconomic challenges. The company issued a full-year earnings per share and billings guidance that came in north of expectations. Shares were over 10% higher. Dow member Intel Corporation, ticker symbol INTC, announced that it will cut its quarterly dividend by about 66% to 12.5 cents per share, as a deliberate approach to capital allocation that is designed to best position the company to create long-term value. The chip company added that its actions is expected to improve financial flexibility and support the critical investments needed to execute its transformation during this period of macroeconomic uncertainty. Intel Corporation also reaffirmed its first quarter guidance. Shares were lower in choppy trading. TJX Companies Incorporated, ticker symbol TJX, posted fourth quarter earnings per share of 89 cents, matching expectations as revenues rose 5% year over year to $14.50 billion, above the expected $14.07 billion. The off price retailer and parent of TJ Maxx, Marshalls and Home Goods fourth quarter same store sales grew 4% year over year above the expected 1.1% gain. 
However, its gross margin missed estimates, and the company issued a first quarter and full year earnings per share guidance that came in below estimates. TJX Companies also announced that it intends to increase its quarterly dividend by 13% to 33.25 cents per share. Shares fell. The fourth quarter earnings season is heading down the home stretch this week, and of the 430 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 57% have topped revenue estimates, and approximately 68% have exceeded earnings projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance, as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled The Price You Pay, a look at equity valuations, how valuation metrics broadly look more attractive relative to where they were a year ago, but history shows they don't provide clear guidance on future returns. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the MBA Mortgage Application Index dropped 13.3% last week, following the prior week's 7.7% decrease. The index was down for a second straight week, as a 2.2% decline in the refinance index was accompanied by an 18.1% fall for the purchase index. The downturn came as the average 30-year mortgage rate rose 23 basis points to 6.62% and is up 256 basis points versus a year ago. In afternoon action, the Fed released the minutes from its monetary policy meeting that ended on February 1st. The report showed that while committee members noted that there are signs that inflation is coming down, they remain steadfast in their quest to bring pricing pressures down through the continued use of interest rate increases. The minutes also stated that labor markets remained very tight, which has contributed to the continued upward pressure on wages and prices. As such, the central bank lifted the target for its Fed funds rate by 25 basis points, a deceleration from its 50 basis point rate hike the previous meeting, and following a string of four straight 75 basis point increases prior to that. Treasury rates were lower, as the yield on the two-year note was down three basis points to 4.70%, the yield on the 10-year note declined two basis points to 3.93%, and the 30-year bond rate decreased five basis points to 3.93%. Treasury yields have moved higher as a tight labor market and still elevated inflation have preserved Fed expectations that it could stay on the hawkish path of tighter monetary policy. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in her latest article titled Mind the Gap, Bond Yields Appear Set for a Rebound, how over the next few months we see room for yields to move higher, especially if the inflation data come in stronger than anticipated. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will hold the first revision of two, a fourth quarter GDP, with economists projecting the headline figure to be negatively adjusted to a 2.7% annualized quarter-over-quarter -quarter growth rate from the initial 2.9% quarter-over-quarter print. Initial jobless claims for the week ended February 18th are also on tap, 
estimated to show 200,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed, and the Kansas Fed Manufacturing Activity Index will round out the day, expected to nudge further into contraction territory, as denoted by a reading below zero, to negative two for this month from January's negative one level. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe finished mixed as the markets continue to wrestle with the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening across the globe. The markets awaited today's report out of the U.S. for a look at the discussion by the Fed as it decided to hike rates in early February but at a decelerated pace. The decision was followed by rate increases from the Bank of England and the European Central Bank as central banks tried to tame global inflation pressures. In economic news, German business sentiment improved slightly for February as the assessment of the current situation deteriorated, but the expectations portion of the survey improved. The British pound and euro lost ground versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone were mixed and rates in the U.K. were lower. The markets have seen a strong start for 2023, buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 0.6%. France's CAC 40 index declined 0.1%. Italy's FTSE MIB index dropped 1.1%. And Spain's IBEX 35 index fell 0.8% while Germany's DAX index was flat and Switzerland's Swiss market index was 0.2% higher. Stocks in Asia finished lower as the markets continued to focus on monetary policy tightening ahead of today's release of the minutes from the U.S. Central Bank's February monetary policy decision to continue to hike rates but at a decelerated pace. Also, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand increased its benchmark interest rate by 50 basis points. Tomorrow, the Bank of Korea is expected to deliver its monetary policy decision and leave its benchmark interest rate unchanged. Uneasiness and volatility in the markets due to the aggressive global monetary policy has been met with heightened geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China. In other economic news, South Korea's manufacturing and non-manufacturing output accelerated for March. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses the latest rise in tensions in his latest article titled Investor's Guide to Geopolitical Risk, noting that while threats flare up from time to time, it is important to keep in mind that geopolitical risks are an ever-present part of investing. Despite the recent news of geopolitical tensions, the risks are not necessarily higher now than on average in the past, but even when geopolitical risk is average, it remains an important consideration. Quote, that is one reason why it is important to diversify, which may lessen the volatility that can result. End quote. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 1.3%, with the yen choppy after a recent drop. 
China's Shanghai Composite Index and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index both decreased 0.5%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index traded 0.3% lower. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index fell 1.5%. And South Korea's Kospi Index dropped 1.7%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be light, but focus on some inflation reads, courtesy of CPI figures from Hong Kong and the Eurozone. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, February 22nd.